this term goop order. I don't know that you've ever used it or heard it, but women are, I find, are big goop orders. There's some men that are goop orders. And I, the simplest way I can explain it is you go into a bathroom and you go to look at the bottles and there's just a goop left way at the bottom and you're holding onto it for you to use and it becomes just this massive conglomeration of all these bottles that are just empty to the end. And then you become a hoarder of all these small little goops. So um, it's very easy to become a goop hoarder in, in the garage. And the only tip I want to share with you about that is I don't judge you if you keep things, right? Um, things cost money and you need to be resourceful in how you spend that money. And you don't just want to throw things away. However... Don't become a goop hoarder in that it becomes expired or you never use it again and it sits on your shelf um, for hundreds of years. And, you know, becoming that goop hoarder can be a really big problem. So that's a really easy way to weed out things through your garage. You know, fertilizers only last so long. Seeds only last so long, especially, you know, if you don't have climate control in, in your garage. And... Um, that's a that's a really easy way to start. It's just throwing away the things that aren't full, right? You become a goop hoarder, and now we need to let things go so that you're not a goop hoarder anymore. Hi, I'm Jenny Rogers, and this is the Organizing and Beyond podcast. We will talk about how to tackle your stuff to make your life exactly what you want. I hope to inspire you into action and have a ton of laughs along the way. When we work on organizing, the biggest task that I have to handle is people's garages. And they usually take the longest with the occasional kitchen getting crazy. But really, it's about giving you time to lay everything out in your garage, like all the tools, all the gadgets, all the toys, um, all your car stuff, and then whatever else that exists in your garage. Oftentimes, I, I, I find precious memories in the garage that, you know, you couldn't go out and buy. So really, it's about when I organize, it's about coming together and laying everything out in the garage and your driveway and just purging every single thing that no longer serves you. Then we put it together in like categories. So all your car things go into one shelf. All your animal things go into another shelf. You know, whatever you keep in your garage. And we go through how and why you can maintain and apply the approach that I put together. Um, and it's really, it's about being able to communicate with your family on how things, you know, should exist within within your garage. Um, you know, I get asked all the time as well, what's the worst thing that you've seen? And there's been many times where I've gone to a garage and I have filled up my trailer and sent my husband to the dump. You know, one time it was six times we, we loaded up that trailer and took it to the dump. Meanwhile, that garage was still so full that we couldn't get a car into it. So it's really, it's really important to point out what are 
what is your garage used for? Um, and, and that could have a wide range of answers. And how you determine how you're going to use your garage or your shop, that's what you keep in that space. There are some ladies and a few garages that, you know, they were single and they used it mostly for their car. And then they had a bunch of garden gear. So make that garden gear beautiful. I'm a fellow gardener myself, and I find a lot of value in having that one shelf in my garage, and I've got all my fertilizers, and then I have my equipment that I would need to maintain my yard, and then I've got my garden tools, and then whatever, like, liquid things that I got to keep um, to maintain to maintain my yard. So really pinpoint what you're using it for and define those spaces. When you're defining a space, lines are really great for your mind to use. So instead of just taking a group of supplies and throwing them or laying them nicely on the ground, create a line with shelving. Um, I'm not big into spending money or buying bins, but I am I am huge in favor of creating lines within a space. So big, massive shelving in a garage, that creates a line and a space for you to throw objects on. Um, a workbench creates a line within that space. Uh, shelving across your wall, that creates a line within your space. Like stairs in your garage to garage to get into your home, right? Those stairs have a line, and that's what's used to step into your home. It should not be used for, you know, storage of toilet paper or anything else. So um, start there. Start by grouping all your like items and finding a place for them that you can easily define. A lot of people love a good you know, put together system with all their tools hung up on a wall. And those things do look great. Uh, but oftentimes I find that people don't use those hanging systems and it becomes a mess and, and things are just scattered about. Um, I'm a huge fan of a toolbox. The recent garage I just did, I went and got them a toolbox for them to put in there and I could organize a specific tool by each drawer. So there was a clear defined line within those drawers and I could throw all the wrenches and screwdrivers and, you know, depending, you know, on those categories, I would put it in those drawers. So um, not a big system on the walls with the peg systems. I've yet to see those be successful. So I would steer away steer away from the peg systems unless you just love them and you and they work for you um, I haven't ever run into the peg systems they are gorgeous in a magazine though so big toolboxes and that can double your storage space um, work in benchings you know like big tabletops with storage underneath so all the storage is wide open you don't have to open a drawer for those big tools so putting your woodworking tools that are large in like in one spot while your welding tools um, that doesn't fit on your welding machine, you know, drawer, that, that would be a good spot to put within your garage. 
also you need a big workspace so keep that into consideration I did a garage where um, the husband was actually working on a stool and that's how he that's what he was using for his workspace and uh, when we identified that and found that he needed a bigger workspace then he could shift and we could make room for that so that way that system could be bought I don't think that you need to add all these things upon your list that you need to manage. I don't think that's going to benefit your health and your mind. There's a lot of people who put all these tasks and these ideas and all these thoughts, they create it within their garage and then they don't get to them and um, it almost, almost sets you up to fail. So be careful how much you're keeping for just because instances. Um, just because you have space in your garage to store it, that doesn't necessarily mean that, that you should keep it. The tools um, are simple, right? You put them within the tool section and where you do your projects. Um, but the toys, holy cow, that can get out of control. Your kids are constantly growing and you're adding more kids on top of it, and it just gets to be a lot to manage. Not only that, your children don't put things back, and that creates a hard a hard way. You, you know, it's harder to communicate to children where things should go. That will never change. That's very age-appropriate for some children. However, making a big space that they can park their toys, their bikes, their scooters, making a space so that way they can park those, those toys there um, will make you much happier. Um, and being clear, you know, don't put it in my parking spot. Um, they'll understand that if you make space for for their toys. People always ask me, like, what's the worst thing that you've seen? Um, and truly, the worst spaces that I ever come encounter with is everybody's garages. It just becomes this massive amount of dumping ground that necessarily doesn't serve you. For example, you have a car, you know, maybe worth 15000 at the least. Then it rolls up into, you know, I've seen cars that, that are worth way more than that. And it's sitting in your driveway when your garage has boxes and boxes that sometimes aren't worth as much as your car and your car can be outside however you know it just it lasts just a little bit longer or you don't have to scrape your windows in the winter and um, I think that that's an important aspect to bring up um, with everybody's garages this term goop hoarder I don't know that you've ever used it or heard it but women are I find our big goo porters. There's some men that are goo porters. And I, the simplest way I can explain it is you go into a bathroom and you go to look at the bottles and there's just a goop left way at the bottom and you're holding onto it for you to use. 
and it becomes just this massive conglomeration of all these bottles that are just empty to the end. And then you become a hoarder of all these small little goops. So um, it's very easy to become a goop hoarder in, in the garage. And the only tip I want to share with you about that is I don't judge you if you keep things, right? Um, things cost money and you need to be resourceful in how you spend that money. And you don't just want to throw things away. However, don't become a goop hoarder in that it becomes expired or you never use it again and it sits on your shelf um, for hundreds of years. And, you know, becoming that goop hoarder can be a really big problem. So that's a really easy way to weed out things through your garage. You know, fertilizers only last so long. Seeds only last so long, especially, you know, if you don't have climate control in, in your garage. And um, that's a that's a really easy way to start. It's just throwing away the things that aren't full, right? You become a goop hoarder, and now we need to let things go so you're not a goop hoarder anymore. The next thing that I want to talk about for next week are your kitchens. Holy cow! Do people spend money on kitchen stuff? And I find this space just as hard to organize as your kitchen. It's almost as taxing as far as the hard work part. And people and their kitchen gadgets. I get it. Like, I get it. People love to cook. However, um, you can cook and buy yourself right out of the kitchen um, to where you don't even have a counter space to cook on. So we'll be talking about some of the best tips and tricks that I have uh, for kitchens and pantries. And hopefully I can help you keeping that in check. I don't know if you follow me on Facebook at Organizing and Beyond. Um, my page is Virginia Rogers or Jenny Rogers. And I am offering a free kitchen and pantry organizing to raise funds for our fireworks that are coming. Um, gosh, it's almost July already. So um, look for that fundraiser. Make a bid. I think it's up to $150, I think is what it's at. Um, but go throw some more money out there. Go throw another bit out there and get our fireworks show happening again. And we will talk to you next week.